Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Davida Shinsky, and you're living, listening to Live Without Limits. Today's show is titled, How to Write Compelling Articles That Get Read and Shared. For one thing, one of the things that we're talking about today is internet marketing or digital marketing and writing content as a way of generating leads for your business and building traffic to your website. It's one of the best ways to build your business online. It's just a matter of understanding how to use the techniques, and once you understand how to use the techniques, to apply them. There are five steps to crafting articles that will resonate with your audience. Recently, I was talking to a friend was feeling disappointed with her blog post. She published a post and all she hear were crickets. Even after promoting her post, hardly anyone was commenting or sharing her articles. Most of us writers know what that feels like. When I began my blog a few years ago, I set out to write blog posts that would inspire and help fellow writers. But after spending days crafting a post, I would only receive a handful of comments and even less email subscribers. Many of those comments were positive, though, and they encouraged me to keep going. Still, I felt a little discouraged. I wanted my post to reach more readers. After a while, it occurred to me that maybe the problem wasn't with my content, but with the way I was presenting it. I decided to study the rules of copywriting and read every article that I could get my hands on about how to write powerful blog posts. As I started implementing what I was learning, my post began receiving more and more comments, shares. One even went viral on StumbleUpon. I then began publishing my posts on Medium, and many became trending articles in the numerous publications. My email list grew by 200 to over 2,000 subscribers in just a year, and now to over 5,000 subscribers. I'm not sharing these numbers to brag, but to show that the tips I'm about to share do work. And if I can write articles that resonate with readers, you can too. And 
I'm boiling this down into five steps that everything that I've learned about writing articles for the web. And for one thing, we don't always realize the importance of knowing how to write copy and presenting it in a way that really sell itself. And also, think about it this way. This isn't a guide to writing viral posts. Rather, this is a guide to writing compelling articles that will resonate with your readers and add value to their lives. The first thing you need to do is craft a strong headline. What you want to do is look at a headline that when people see it, it's like when you send out an email, you put in there as the subject line something that's going to grab their attention and make them want to open up the email. And that's the same thing you need to do when you write an article. Imagine that you're browsing through the newly released books at a bookstore. You don't have enough time to stop to look at every single book. Most likely, you'll only pick up a book if it has an intriguing title and cover design. The same is true of blog posts. People's social media feeds are flooded with constant stream of articles and online content. In order to make the joy stand out, you have to have an attention-grabbing headline, something that offers value that the reader, in exchange for their time, David Ogilvy, known as the father of advertising, is said to have stated that headlines that work best are those that promise the reader a benefit. A benefit could be anything from entertaining someone to teaching someone inspiring, someone to helping someone solve a problem. Take, for example, several of the most popular posts. How to make your writing captivating with one single technique. Five powerful writing tips from C.S. Lewis. Hemingway's on how to become a great writer. Each of these headlines had a clear benefit to the reader. And you write your blog post headlines, keep the four years of the headline writing in mind. Unique, ultra-specific, urgent, useful. Usually, you won't be able to cover all of these years, but if you include at least one or two, you should be able to come up with a strong headline. List posts perform well because they are ultra-specific, and how-to posts 
do well because they are useful. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to repeat this again. You need to be ultra-specific when you write a headline. And how-to posts are very useful. So always remember, when you are writing, you want to do something that is going to offer someone the things that they can do that can help you to really put together a great title and a headline that's going to get you people looking at your article. You can run your titles through the co-schedule headline analyzer to see if there are ways to retweak them to make them more powerful. Once you've come up with your headline, you should also choose a lead photo for your post that illustrates your headline in some way. This is the photo that will appear when your post is shared on social media or in your reader's medium feeds. So make sure it's eye-catching. I've been writing on Medium for several years, and the one thing I like about it is that if someone claps for your article, that's a good thing, but it also means that you are earning something. So it's, and they will send you the stats to tell you how many people actually read your, your articles. So always think about how you can write titles that can give you exactly what you're looking for. So let's go back. And I want to say this again. You can run your titles through Co-Schedule Headline Analyzer to see if there are ways to tweak them to make them more powerful. Once you've come up with your headline, you should also choose a lead photo that illustrates your headline in some way. Unsplash is a fantastic website where you can find beautiful, royal-free photos to use. You can search for photos from Unsplash right in the Medium Editor. If you're posting on Medium, I also recommend including a subtitle. The next thing you need to do is open with an irresistible introduction. In your first sentence or within your first paragraph, you should really tell them exactly what to expect. You caught your reader's attention with your headline. But does your post deliver what it promised? The first paragraph of your blog post should draw your readers in and make them want to read more. This is where you lay out what you can expect for the rest of the blog post. Think of it this way. 
you're writing a book and you want your book to sell and you literally want them to refer your book to, to their friends. So what do you need to do? You need to be able to paint a picture. It's the same thing for a professional speaker. When they try to draw you in to their speech, that you want to listen to them. It's what a motivational speaker does when he literally gives a presentation. It's all in painting a picture that's in your mind that you can physically see it while you're reading it, while you're hearing it, and something that you can internalize and that it really says something to you and not only says something to you, but something that you can feel inside you while you're reading it. There are three elements to a powerful introduction. The hook, the transition section, the thesis statement. This is the same formula I use when writing introductions to college essays, and it's very effective for blog posts too. So, see, we may not realize how important what we learn throughout our education in school, but here's a perfect example how you can literally apply the writing skills that you learn when you are writing a book report or anything or when you're standing up in front of a group and speaking to them because it's all combines into the same techniques that get you the attention that you want. In the hook, you grab your reader's attention with a memorable story or a fact or a question. Usually in the hook, I set up a problem that is facing the reader. Often I like to address the reader directly with a question. For example, does it ever feel like there, is, there just aren't enough hours in the day for everything that you want to accomplish? Next, I transition into a story about a famous person or even a story about myself. In this transition section, I'll dig a little deeper into the detrimental effect of the problem. Then I'll explain that I have found a way to solve the problem. Finally, I present the thesis statement, a one-sentence summary of the post and how I will be helping the reader solve their problem. For example, in today's post, I'm looking at five different ways that we can carve out time for writing, even when it seems like there's no more hours left in our schedules. Now you understand and you can see how storytelling is a very powerful selling point. And when you're writing your emails, you need to be able to think in those terms in selling someone 
on what it is that can help them. These are just some things that really play into who you are and how you sell. And it also fits into your behavioral styles. And I'm going to get quickly into that because this is something that's in part of all of us, but we have certain behavioral styles that are below the midstream that are much more difficult for us and others that are above the midline. And these are our strengths. So if you understand what your strengths are and what you really enjoy doing and then how you can take those strengths and really play them and move them around that you understand that it, you may have to dig deeper to get up those skills that are not the things that you enjoy doing. This is why when you think of time management, they always say do the things that you don't enjoy doing first. Now, my examples are from a how-to post, but you can adapt this formula to any type of post that you're writing. And so here's what I wrote that digs deeper into how to write a captivating article post introduction. Now, before I get into this, I really want to lay into those behavior patterns. You have the, the dominant behavior pattern, and that's someone that can look at the full picture, they think they control the environment, and they control everything around them. Then you have the I, and that's the inspirational behavior pattern. And that's the person who everyone becomes their friend. They can talk to strangers. They can interact with people. They can tell stories. Then you got the steadiness personality. And this is someone who's really reserved. And when they work for a company, they read the the manual of what the company expects, and they literally do everything by the book. Then you have the conscientiousness behavior pattern, and that's the person that's still introverted, but they will question everything before they make a decision. And if you understand these different communication styles, then you can understand how when you're talking to them, what they like, and such that the steadiness and the conscientiousness behavior patterns are people who like a lot of detail and a lot of descriptions, whereas the inspirational and the dominant personality, they tend to want to know, what's the bottom line? I don't want to know the detail. Follow the story structure of the hero's journey. Stories add another dimension to our writing. The fascinating infographic shows how the human brain is hardwired to respond to storytelling differently than other forms of writing. You can use stories to illustrate your main point, and you can also use the elements of storytelling 
to structure the entire post. When I write my post, I follow the outline of the hero's journey, a term coined by American scholar Joseph Campbell to describe one of the most common storylines in literature. Think of the plot of Star Wars, the Lord of the Rings, and the Odyssey. These were three books that were turned into movies. And in doing so, they had a real good storyline that people loved. And because they loved the books, they became very popular and money-making movies. Here's the basic outline. A hero is called to go on an adventure to solve some kind of problem. Every good story has some kind of conflict driving the plot forward. She may be reluctant to accept the call, but eventually realizes that if she doesn't solve the problem, her life will spiral out of control. A mentor helps her prepare for the adventure. After facing a series of challenges, the story reaches its climax. Will the hero overcome the problem or not? The hero emerges victorious and returns home, transformed. How can you use the storyline to write your blog post? Use the body of your post to take your readers on a journey. Your hero of your blog reader. You are the mentor. Share the steps that you took to overcome a problem that the reader is facing. Then show the reader how they may transform once they implement these steps. As you can see, think of it like a soap opera that back in the 80s, what did they do? They had a couple who were the main protagonists and how they created the conflict between them that kept them moving closer but at the same time being pulled apart. And it's the same type of thing that you go. And it's a buildup because years ago, if you go back into the sofa of the 80s, a story took three months or more to tell because first it was the introduction of the characters. And in the introduction of the characters, it was a matter of making them all become friends. Then the plot thickened and there's a crime. And one of them did it, but because of the fact that they're friends, they couldn't imagine that this person did it. So it, it took a while to build it up, to make it to where they began to realize what was really going on and how they were all used to get what the, the I want to say victim, but it's not the victim. He's the, he's the, accuser, that's right, he's the accuser, that he really did what he was 
accused of doing. So, make your posts easy to read, even if you write a wonderfully compelling and incredibly helpful post, people might still not stay around to read. Most people glance over a post quickly to see how long it is. Others are wary of the clickbait, not wanting to invest their time in something that won't benefit them. Here are three steps for you to take to make your post more convincing to read. Break your post up into short sections with subheadings. The subheadings give your reader an outline to follow, and the short sections make a long post much easier to digest. However, you want to make sure that the subheading doesn't give too much away or people won't bother reading each section. Notice how each of the subheadings of this post are short teasers and what follows in the paragraph. Use short paragraphs and sentences. Long blocks of text are intimidating to read, especially if you are reading on a mobile device. I try to write paragraphs that are no more than three to four sentences long. Evaluate your post readability. I use Grammarly to catch my typos or grammar errors I might have made, and then I evaluate my post against a readability score. A readability score tells you roughly what level of education someone would need in order to read your piece of text easily. It will help you write with a more conversational style. I try to write my post as if I were talking to you in person over a cup of coffee in a cafe. Would you like another latte? Here's the thing. The software that can help you with that is called Hemingway. You can use this website to measure your text readability or if you have a self-hosted WordPress website, I recommend downloading the Yoast SEO plugin. It will help you optimize your content for the web and has a built-in readability analyzer. And with an action call. And this is the biggest thing that I think we often need to think about is having an action call. You've taken your readers on an incredible adventure. Now, what should they do with the information they just learned? I usually title the conclusion of my blog post, The Takeaway. It's where you can emphasize the most important lessons of your post. Next, give your readers a clear call to action to follow. Make yourself tell them to implement the steps that they've read 
about in your post and stress the dangers. I like to end with a question and encourage readers to answer it in the comments. You can also create an additional resource to accompany your post that readers can download by signing up for your email list. And these are some really good tips that you need to understand and the importance of reading and being able to write effectively. This is something that very few people even think about as an important aspect of how to do business. And as I've mentioned throughout, everything that you do all is structured and it goes across all industries. And remember, you can go to my website, and that's the number one personalcareercoach.com, and you can sign up for both individual or group coaching, and you can read some of my best articles there. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.